Project right here on OzCat Radio 89.5 FM. KZCT, your hometown radio. Sly and the Family Stone. And who that mice elf is, you probably know. Welcome to Vallejo Project on the radio where we talk about all things Vallejo Project and how we reach out to the community, community news and views, and information that hopefully you can use out there. This is DJ Human right here on the airwaves, bringing to you 8.05 in the morning, 69 degrees, right here in beautiful Vallejo, California. If you're heading to the ferry, it looks like a beautiful day for a ride across the bay. If you're heading out to work, a little bit of a tie-up on 37 going out over the bridge and uh, looking pretty clear down there on 80 if you're heading to the city, going down 80 south. So it looks like it's going to be a good day, whether you're going to work or you're going to play. If you're going to be hanging out down by the waterfront or maybe even going out to Mare Island. It's another great day here in Vallejo, California. Another great day for being part of Vallejo Project. And what is Vallejo Project? Vallejo Project is a nonprofit organization that's here in Vallejo, California. And one of the things that we do is we bring together a team of diverse students, educators, artists, and community advocates to offer weekly workshops and live webinars. We offer leadership and professional training through post secondary education opportunities for youth ages 16 to 24 in a variety of fields. And in the programs, youth engage with local and international communities. We've got some intensive training programs in carpentry, filmmaking, communications, uh, project management, and business development. So we focus on engaging the youth here in Vallejo and also helping out the community in general. You may have seen the Vallejo Project table at Farmer's Market on Saturday, handing out pamphlets and having some of our youth leaders engaging you there on the street. Um, Maybe you saw us at Art Walk, at the last Art Walk. We had a brand new tent set up. And uh, Rich Souza, one of our carpentry instructors, was there talking to people and engaging people, as well as uh, Q as we call him, and uh, Adjoel McDonald, our founder of Vallejo Project, always doing something to help reach out to the community. And one of the things that Vallejo Project is involved in is wellness. And you may say, well, what is wellness? And that's all about taking care of your health and well-being. Now, we all know that the healthcare system here in the United States right now has a lot to be desired. It used to be very well represented, but uh, definitely has a lot to be desired these days, especially for disenfranchised folks out there who need health care and either can't get insurance or are on the margins. But what Vallejo Project does is we also offer clinic days and we also offer wellness classes. And some of those will be starting up again later on this year. And Mylene Rooker, Ajua's mom, is a semi-retired physician. 
She has a very illustrious career in healthcare and a very interesting life journey that has led her here to Vallejo and advocating healthcare and wellness here in the Vallejo area. And wellness not only for taking care of oneself in conventional Western medicine ways, but also in uh, native arts, uh, general wellness, uh, especially when perhaps you've been down to the farmer's market and just below the main farmer's market uh, when you get past the main area where all the vendors are there's usually another section where you can engage with the local entrepreneurs who are doing all sorts of things with seaweed mushrooms tinctures other health methodology that could help you out depending on what you're looking for so we can turn things over to our Vallejo Project informative podcast that stars, if you will, Dr. Rooker in a discussion about general wellness and what we're doing with Vallejo Project for wellness. This episode of the Vallejo Project podcast is all about wellness, and we have our resident physician, Dr. Rooker, is here. Introduce yourself and tell the folks out there in podcast land a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Mylene Rucker, and I've been a physician for 35 years. I've been a single mother for over 40 years. Um, lots of adventures, lots of travel. Um, a lot of the information for wellness and self-care has come from the School of Hard Knocks. But we also have um, research that shows that relaxing yourself can lower your blood pressure. It can um, help uh, stabilize your blood sugars and help you... Um, avoid depression and so I'm just really happy to be here today and uh, share with you I have um, searched holistic medicine for the last 30 years and um, we've learned that um, the way you feel there is an aura around you and that aura can um, have positive energy or negative energy and that you can control it if you calm yourself down and do a type of meditation. Everybody's meditation is different. It doesn't have to be religious, but it just has to be going inside of yourself and finding out where the energy is for you and finding out um, what's important to you. Mm. Some people can live their whole life and say, well, the only thing that's important to me is my kids or the only thing that's important to me is my religion. But there could be other things that if you would open up your mind and really... Um, listen to your mind, listen to your heart, listen to the universe, mm -hmm. you can really understand what it is that you really want. Sometimes people live their whole lives and never really have a sense of what's important to them. Yes, indeed. And, and who has just walked into the podcast but the Q-Man. Hello, hello, hello. There he is. Thank you, Mom. How's it going? And this gentleman is part of our carpentry program here at Vallejo Project. Come on over here and step up for a second. We want to find out how you, as a hardworking, uh, blue-collar gentleman, how do you maintain your wellness in life? 
Well, you know, having a mother in healthcare, it's always been at the forefront. But, you know, it wasn't until I got over, I think, 40 that I actually realized that uh, I wasn't invincible. You know, so you have to, you know, think about, you know, especially if you're working, any, anybody, but especially if you work in the physical trades, to eat your vegetables. I mean, eat a green thing, eat a, a piece of fish. Uh, I remember when uh, my mom's friends would always say, if you think, eat like a rabbit. Things that grow close close to the ground, blueberries, nuts, berries, they, you know, they're very good for your digestive system, you know, and uh, that's what I try to, try to focus on. Try to stay away from fast food. But if you're going to die, pull up at a, you know what I mean, place to try and order a chicken sandwich or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that uh, it's been very, I mean, you, you realize it. I mean, you uh, how you spend your life and what you do with your body. My grandfather always had a phrase that says, if you, if you do good by your body, your body will do good by you. And I really appreciate that. And the movement of the body. Luckily, him being in the trades, he's moving and he's in the sunshine. And both of those are very healthy um, to avoid depression. They say that if you're depressed, you should go out in the sunlight before 11 o'clock and spend at least 20 minutes in the sunlight. And they also say movement. You know, you don't have to do a whole lot of movement. You don't have to spend an hour and a half at the gym. But if you can move 10, 15, 20 minutes, uh, every day that that will help your body and sometimes the stretching sometimes cardio uh all of this is a, a combination and what i see is that most people need support to do this because i know all these things and sometimes i miss the boat myself so having a, a connectedness uh, a, a non-romantic community where you can get involved and people can cheer you on when you're moving towards where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. And that's one of the things that the Vallejo Project is really trying to do is to connect people so that they feel that um, they have a reason and a purpose and uh, a sense of accomplishment. Well, it's always important with a connection with a community right. as well as when you're doing even the yoga classes that we do here a lot of the music classes. Um, it's the it's like a group of people together encourage each other, right. especially when it comes to health and movement or even meditation or yoga. You can do it by yourself and you have that self-motivation. But when you have a group of people, almost goads you on to like, oh, I better keep up with everybody. Right, you know, right. Even if you're meditating, okay, I better get centered. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So when you're talking about centering with energy, um, how in your uh practice or how in your experience is the best way to get oneself centered with one's bodily energy? Well, I um, like having candles, but I also like um, having a quiet, dark room. And what I do is put both of my hands on my lap and I start breathing in, hold it for four seconds and then breathe out. And then I use a visualization for patients of mine that come in and I tell them up. Pretend if they like the ocean, we'll do the ocean. If they like um, the mountains, we'll do mountains. But we'll visualize themselves in a certain place that they feel comfortable. And they'll just relax after they've counted backwards from 10. Mm -hmm. And then I like to tell people that um, there's a bookcase, a magic bookcase. So whatever problems, like if your son is on drugs or something or you have some other kind of problem, put it on the bookshelf. Take it off of your back and put it on the bookshelf. And then you can stretch and have them do just a little movement in the chair to just kind of 
come back to center like we were talking about. Mm. But I've also seen um, gospel music do that for people, ah, too. Sure. Um, that the music can just penetrate your body, mm-hmm. and you'll see people, as they say, get happy or whatever. But it's just that the energy of the music, or drumming, I've seen it with African drumming, right. um, that you can bring yourself to a certain uh, place in your mind, in your body, um, with uh, drumming. So music, uh, drumming, deep breathing, stretching, um, having even an animal, a dog or an animal or something that you can pet and love and be nice, uh, having relationships with people that you can hug. <laughs> they say that a hug um, increases your endorphins, you wow. know. A lot of things that we can do, but so often we're caught looking at our little screens mm-hmm. and we're getting a sort of a, um, not really the same thing. It's like a diluted right. uh, connection. So you feel like you're connecting because you're seeing people and they're acting and they're saying good and bad things, but it's not the same as being in the same room. Right. I was right. talking to people saying, well, the Zoom meetings just aren't the same mm-hmm. as real meetings where people are just looking at your eyes, your body, uh, mannerisms, you know what I'm saying? Because in an in a in-person meeting, you have to not, you're not only communicating, but you're doing uh, body language, right. your the breathing, the, right. just, just the vibe in the room. Right. And you have to maintain yourself at a certain decorum. Yes. You can't be just flopping around, scratching right. yourself. <laughs> looking at the phone, la, la, la. You have to be engaged. And yes, you have to be engaged yes, in person yes. and you have to behave yourself. Right, right. You know? And I think people have gotten away with that with this uh, coronavirus, you know. Mm-hmm. They have so many of these things, whether the people were wearing their undershorts down below. That's right. Or the cat jumping up or the kid jumping up. And, um, you know. Yeah, at first it was like, well, it's a little more casual than that. But after a while, it just got distracting and right. nothing would get done. Right, You know, right. it just became a joke after a while. Right. So when you are in a group and then other spontaneous things can happen when you're in person. Right, right. The other thing is I think getting prepared and coming to something because like um, going to the gym I know is necessary but it's hard for me to get up and go by myself. But I think whenever we get up and do something uh, and make preparation to go there this is a sort of um, backdrop. Just like in the music or industry or in the movie making industry they have a backdrop. I think preparing yourself to go somewhere, actually driving there, getting there, getting out of your car and getting there, as saying, I'm committed to this. Yes. And, and that commitment helps with um, uh, moving forward to uh, the connection that we're trying to build. And I noticed as, as a musician, when I would go out and play, there was the preparation, there's the commitment to get there, there's the, you know, the setting up. You know, working your way up to speed to, to in your anticipation of getting on stage and then you do it and it's the interaction with people out in the audience and then it's the aftermath where you get to hang out, talk, interact. If you're just at home and you're like, okay, well, this is my Zoom concert I'm going to play now, you're really just in your room and it doesn't have that same interaction. No matter how many people you have looking at the Zoom um, or no matter how enthusiastic you try and make it be or to simulate an actual performance, it just it isn't, isn't the energy same. energy among people when you have thousands of people listening to the same songs and they have memories of them and they turn their little light on on their phone and the person that's singing feels it too. So they interact. A lot of times they'll add something to it or take something, you know, and make it a little bit different for that particular audience. So it's the interaction, you know, 
call and response is an old African way of communicating. They would say uh, something, 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 then you would repeat back, something, something, something. Or they drum a certain rhythm and then you drum a certain rhythm back. So that connectedness um, is, is vital. It's vital and it's something that we really, really want to encourage. On um, Thursday afternoons, I'm going to try to do some uh, programs for people that want to relax or want to learn um, visualization techniques. Um, we'll try to have some tea here for people. Um, we need to RSVP so that I can get prepared and ready for you. So we're doing a lot of programs here at the Vallejo Project to deal with wellness, and that's just one of them. And you need to tune into vallejoproject.org on the internet and find out everything that's happening down here. We're at multiple locations right now. We're at the Integrity Tea Room. We're out in Mare Island, where our main office is now. We also have a music studio in downtown Georgia Street here in Vallejo. You can get all those addresses and information on the website so you don't have to rush and try and write it down listening to this just vallejoproject.org we have um, dr rooker is going to start wellness programs here and uh, they'll be by appointment so please rsvp with her in order to find out dates and times and uh just to tell the folks out out there what type of programs and wellness are you planning on doing here at the integrity tea room here in downtown Vallejo. Well, I do believe in touch therapy. I believe in music therapy. I believe in meditation therapy and, and nutrition therapy. So all of these are different ways. So if a person can tell me what is their situation, I'm really good at stress management. I've had to do that being a single mother and going to medical school. So a lot of um, the things that um, I have or things that I've learned. And then I've read a lot and been to a lot of retreats on holistic wellness. And so basically it's getting in touch with yourself, setting goals, uh, being accountable. I've seen myself as a coach. I always say, you're the runner, I'm the coach. So I'm here to help you get to where you want to be. So um, we can negotiate what you would like. Um, and um, we do uh, up to three sessions and um, it's a sliding scale fee, so no one is turned away for lack of money. All right, well, thank you. Well, be sure to tune in and find out more about our wellness program here. Like we say, it's a sliding scale, no one's turned away, and we're looking forward to having you come on down here to Vallejo Project at the Integrity Tea Room down here in downtown Vallejo. It's 717 Marin. That's the address, 717 Marin right here in beautiful downtown Vallejo. Be sure to reach out to us and we can arrange a time and day for you to be here for our wellness program. That's right, that's right. We were doing it down there at Integrity Tea Room uh, back last year and in addition this spring. And you can always find out when it's happening at vallejoproject.org. Yes, we have several programs going on as far as wellness goes. And as Dr. Rooker was saying, nutrition and what you put into your body is just as important. What you put into your body is what your body can use in order to build and heal yourself as well as keep yourself healthy. And it's very important. And when you do go down to downtown Vallejo, especially during Farmer's Market, please... 
solicit and purchase from our local farmers and farms that are down there. We have our local honey lady that uh, gathers honey locally here, local bees. We also have a lot of local farmers here that are in the Solano County area and beyond. And they make the trek here every Saturday to provide you with healthy food. And even if you're on EBT, you can pick up uh, vouchers and pick up fresh food right there in the street. And we got some great hot food vendors there too. Pizza, churros. Churros, you know, well, that might not be the healthiest thing, but that's okay. In fact, here's a little explanation about that from somebody who on the outside is a health food nut, but on the inside is a junk food junkie. You know I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All but night I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key. And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see. I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south. Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth. Yeah, in the daytime I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night I'm a junk food junkie, good lord have pity on me. Time, you can always find me at the Whole Earth Vitamin Bar Just sucking on my plain white yogurt From a hand-thrown pottery jar And sipping a little hand-pressed cider With a carrot stick for dessert And wiping my face in a natural way On the sleeve of my peasant shirt Oh, yeah Ah, but when that clock strikes midnight And I'm all by myself I work at combination on my secret hideaway shelf And I pull out some Fritos corn chips, Dr. Pepper, and an old moon pie Then I sit back in glorious expectation of a genuine junk food high Just as healthy as I can be, oh, but at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me, all right. My friends down at the commune, they think I'm pretty neat. Oh, I don't know nothing about arts and crafts, but I give them all something to eat. I'm a friend to old Yule Gibbons, and I only eat homegrown spice. I got a John Keats autographed Grecian urn filled up with my brown rice. Yes, I do. But lately I have been spotted With a Big Mac on my breath Stumbling into a Colonel Sanders With a face as white as death I'm afraid someday they'll find me Just stretched out on my bed With a handful of Pringles potato chips And a ding-dong by my head In the daytime I'm Mr. Nazar Just as healthy as I can be But at night I'm a junk food junkie Good Lord, have pity on me. Good Lord, have pity.
Video Me, Larry Croce, Junk Food Junkie from 1975. Yes, well, we can all have a little bit of fun. And not everything out there that's sweet to the taste is bad for you. In fact, it can be rather, uh, rather good. Especially if you go to local bakery and you get some local cupcakes, local cakes, and you're also supporting a local business. And we'll get to that in but a minute here on 89.5 FM KZTT OzCat Radio right here in Vallejo, California. 70 degrees here on a Tuesday. And we're looking at a beautiful day out there. And we're talking about wellness, and we're talking about food, and we're talking about what's good for you and what's real good for you. This is DJ Hugh Man here on Vallejo Project. And Vallejo Project also likes to give shout-outs to local businesses that are really homegrown businesses here in Vallejo. Started and run by your neighbors here in the most diverse community in the entire country. And entrepreneurship certainly is here in Vallejo. In fact, once again, um, at the last Art Walk, there was a nice presentation at a brand new space that had just opened up there on Georgia Street. And it was a presentation about a local entrepreneur who was able to rise from challenges that a lot of people deal with here in Vallejo, rise above those challenges, and now is an extremely successful local entrepreneur with his own cake shop, Tony's Cakes. Let's take a listen to his story. Growing up, uh, my childhood was really unstable. I was always bouncing around from city to city with, uh, between my mom and my dad. My mom used to take me to work with uh, my grandpa and grandma's bakery. Started out with just washing dishes and helping out with whatever I could do. Mostly to keep me out of trouble. Easy way to make money um, on the streets. 
and eventually that led to being involved in gangs and um, that eventually led to me uh, shooting someone. took me at 16. The whole SWAT team came in and um, my poor sister had guns pointed to her head and my mom all laid out on the floor. I turned uh, those 18 months that they gave me into four years. Prison, days go by slow and, and, and painfully. In my case, maybe I'll, I'll think about my mom and how she's doing, how she's she getting by, or what, how my sisters are doing. Like, you know, you're powerless to do anything about it. You can't, you can't, you can't break, break free and, and go help your, your loved ones. So you kind of have to like, not think about that, you know? But thankfully, I, I ended up getting out at about 21. I took that second chance, and, and I really, uh, you know, tried to make something of myself, knowing that, you know, I could have been in a prison cell for the rest of my life. I ended up baking again. I was working at, at uh, my grandpa and grandma's shop. I was doing well, uh, everything was good, but you know, I, I wanted to advance. I ended up uh, venturing off on my own. At, at 24, I, I had already acquired a kitchen space. Was finally seeing a bit of success, you know, with baking and, and the business I was building. And then I get locked up again for a second time. I was living on my own at the time, and I was living in a bad neighborhood. There was a lot of stuff going on, violence and things. So I decided to buy a gun and feel safe in my own home. And I'm getting out of work. I'm driving home. I bend the corner and I see a, a cop, like, kind of tell me for, for like two blocks. They decide to pull me out the car to search the car. Um, and then they find the gun under the seat. And I'm just like, fuck. My world just came crashing down because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm going to jail. I'm an ex-felon. I shouldn't have a, 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 a gun in the first place. So I'm just like, uh, it's over. Like, you know, it's over. No matter what I say or do, it's, I, I can't get out of this. So I just uh, kept my mouth shut, went, went to prison. Ended up getting uh, 16 months. Because I was like doing so good in the business, I had a lot of like deposits and people that have put deposits for cakes that they wanted, whether it was a wedding cake or quinceanera cake. These were big events that were going on throughout the year. All of a sudden I'm in jail and I can't get out. I can't make bail. It wasn't good on a reputation for a business, you know, just to like disappear. So for me, it was just like, man, I'm ruined. Like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna refund everyone as soon as I get a chance. But I couldn't do it at the time. I was locked up. 
did get out. Um, I did find my receipt book and I refunded everybody that I needed a refund. But, you know, that was just like a, a big setback for me. And it was like a, a, a moment of defeat. just like, I'm gonna try something new, you know, something different. Cause I, I, I don't know, I thought nobody wanted to mess with me anymore cause I, you know, I had failed them. Little did I know, like, people wanted me more. They were just like, no, we need you to make a cake. A lot of people didn't even want their refunds back. They're like, no, no, just keep that as credit. I, I, I need a cake for uh, such and such party, I need this and this, and just like, oh man, I feel really good. Within a year, like, I started outsourcing where I could possibly, you know, open up a, a shop, my own shop. I took it upon myself to, you know, figure out where the property management was, and I made a phone call and, and left a voicemail, really, and uh, didn't hear anything back for like four months. And out of nowhere, I get the phone call, like, hey, are you still interested in that spot? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm trying to get it right now, let's go. All the money that you guys have invested in business and spent with me, I threw it all into this building. So really, it's all going right back to you. You guys are going to have an amazing bakery here in Vallejo, California. We had the grand opening finally in uh, 2018. Everybody I knew came by. All my clients came by. It was a great turnout. I've never seen so many people in my life come together, you know, for something that I threw or that had to do with me. Tony's Cakes. Hey! I guess there's this thing where, in my mind, I feel like you're judged by by your record, you know? Like, you're this person because of your record, because of something that you did in your past, right? Like, this is who you are and who you always will be. Everyone here doesn't judge me that way. Um, they judge me by how, what the relationship they have with me, and, see what I have done for them. I feel like after getting that second chance and, and seeing that my community still supported me, like even after uh, failing them, um, was just as real as it gets. Uh, growing up, seeing my mom struggle and stuff, always gave me a sense of, uh, you know, wanting to help her and, and making sure she's okay. Um, and being able to have her near me and employ her is, is, is a great feeling. Um, you know, being able to do it in a way where I don't have to worry if tomorrow I'll be getting locked up or bringing, you know, chaos to my family. For me, being able to do that for my mom um, is everything, you know, like, I'm finally able to help her the way I wanted to help her when I was younger.
story of redemption right here in Vallejo, California. Young entrepreneur gets caught up in the system and bounces back and becomes a very successful businessman right here in Vallejo, California. And another key takeaway of Tony's story is the way the community rallied around him and understood and supported him. And Tony's Cakes is a local business. It's a local success story. He was giving out samples and they actually showed the documentary that you just heard right there during Art Walk. And if you want to visit Tony, I think it's safe to say that you can swing by Tony's Cakes, 1833 Spring Street in Vallejo, California, and go and say hi and see what he's up to these days and support your local businesses here in Vallejo and support a person who, like so many of us, you know, have a dream and fought the odds and came out on top. And that's kind of what it's all about here in Vallejo, California. A great community and a great place to start a business too as it's coming up. A lot of people in the outside of the Vallejo area need to become more aware of what's happening inside Vallejo and the fantastic stuff that's going on here. So maybe you're into eating cake. Maybe you're into eating health food. Maybe you're into eating some other type of nutritional value in uh, the way of uh, vegetables. Maybe you're a vegetarian. Maybe you're a vegan. But uh, right now, we just encourage you to eat it.
course, that was Weird Al Yankovic from way back in 1984. Eat it. And no, that was not Eddie on that guitar solo in that particular rendition. But definitely a fun little sidebar to uh, talking about health and wellness. Of course, when you do partake, always keep in mind what you put in your body is what your body builds. Right here on Vallejo Project on 89.5 FM OzCat Radio, 847 on a Tuesday. And we're talking about different programs and different things happening here in Vallejo. We talked about Tony's Cakes, a great entrepreneur right here in Vallejo, and opportunity for youth for training that we have on Vallejo Project. And one of the things that we actually haven't explored to the fullest is cooking, baking, and food prep as a career. And hospitality industry is a great career to go into. We still do have uh, Six Flags right here. Hospitality industry along with the many different hotels and restaurants that are here in Vallejo. So for a budding entrepreneur who's interested in any sort of food preparation or hospitality industry, Vallejo is a great place to plant your feet and start, whether it's to get into the hospitality industry, either at uh, the brewery that's over there in Mare Island that we all like to go over there and enjoy. And perhaps you haven't had a chance to check out Godfather's Wine Tasting Room. And I mention them because they've been kind enough to have Vallejo Project over there in some of their outdoor festivals. There's been several different things that they do over there at Godfather's Tasting Room that are community-minded. And... Vallejo Project has participated. We've had booths over there that talk about our project, that talk about our programs. I'm sure you've gone over there to check out some of the concert series there. It's beautiful out there on the island, and when you're out there, not only do you have the brewery, the distillery, and the wine tasting room, but also all of the remnants of our great heritage of shipbuilding and the Naval Yard, which is in fact uh, some ship repair is actually coming back to the area. You probably have seen the ships there in the Napa River and wondering, well, wow, has our industry come back? And in many ways it has. So be sure to uh, go out to the island and check it out. You've got the great chapel out there. You've got Toro University. A lot of great things are happening out there that... uh, Curiously enough, a lot of people here in Vallejo, whether you've been here for a while or uh, just moved here, don't realize that the island is just over the bridge and it's open to the public and you can certainly check it out. There was a big car show over there where guys were showing vintage Porsche cars. So a lot of activities going on. You should check that out. In fact, uh, one of the stars from yesteryear was going to be out there singing last summer. Um, didn't quite make it, but to make up for that, we'll give you a little bit 
of a sample of Maria Muldur in the classic tune Midnight at the Oasis. Midnight at the Oasis Send your camel to bed Shadows painting our faces Traces of romance in our head Heaven's holding a half moon Shining just for us Let's slip off Some of the artists that are brought out here to Vallejo via some of our great places to visit out there on Mare Island. 
We have some great festivals coming up here in Vallejo that are great for the community, entertaining, and also a great place to mingle with your neighbors and talk to representatives from Vallejo Project. We're usually at a lot of these festivals and celebrations that are right here in Vallejo. And we'll talk more about that in a minute right here on Vallejo Project on 89.5 FM, KZT, OzCat Radio. This is DJ Hugh Mann. And we'll be right back after this pause for the cause. This is OzCat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT, Vallejo. We were just talking about a lot of the festivals that are coming up here in Vallejo coming up this summer. One big one is our annual 4th of July parade and, and celebration right down by the water. The 4th of July parade is a great place to mingle, meet your neighbors, and even participate. That's right. You can participate in the parade if you're a part of an organization here in Vallejo. You can sign up to actually either have a float or participate in the parade. Uh, Hugh Mann is part of the Odd Fellows here, right there downtown in Vallejo. And we had a float last year where we had banners about the Odd Fellows. And some of our Odd Fellow members were in the float, as well as we had a banner about Vallejo Projects. So it was sort of a dual float for the 4th of July parade. And that's a rather long one, too. It starts all the way out by uh, Tennessee, up in that neck of the woods, and comes all the way down and straight down Georgia Street, right down, right near the ferry building. And there's a lot of activities there. So keep an eye out for the Vallejo Annual Fourth of July Parade, a great community event that you can participate in as well. And speaking of community, there are a lot of uh, summer activities out there, especially for the kids. And one of the things that Vallejo has to offer is an organization that is sort of a semi-city organization. It's uh, GVRD. And these are the folks that take care of all our fabulous parks here and provide a lot of great programming for youth, and generally everybody here in Vallejo, California. Uh, Vallejo Project has partnered with them for small mini festivals right over there at uh, Children's Park, where we've had, the last time we teamed up with them at uh, Children's Park, we had a variety of community organizations setting up tents where they were giving out pamphlets and information. We had a couple of food trucks. We had entertainment. And GVRD is always out there giving a lot back to the community. In fact, there's summer camps for kids. So if you go to gvrd.org, and that's Greater Vallejo Recreation District, gvrd.org, you can look at all sorts of programs and classes that are going on that they provide here for the community. 
And one of them is Fresh Camp for grades five through eight. There's music, there's activities for the youth. Future Rising Entertainers. So if you're listening there with your folks or if you have kids that like to sing, dance, have a talent for music, that looks like that could be a great camp for them. Youth Summer Camps. Fun and Creative Camps for All Ages. June 19th through August 11th. There's Kinder Camp, Idea Lab, Environmental Science, and Teen Camp. So sign up for those right away because June will be here before you know it. And you want to have the kids to have something fun and exciting to do. There's also at aquatic camps. Wow, Davy Jones Camp. I don't know if you want to be down in Davy Jones Locker. That's generally uh, not a good place if uh, you are familiar with sailing. Uh, You have the Guard Start Camp. Uh, junior guards, and I guess this uh, is for training to be a lifeguard. So check out, oh, and Summer Discovery, Environmental Science Camp, and Career Jumpstart Teen Camp. Environmental Science Camp, that's very important because there's lots of discussion about the environment, especially here in Vallejo. You may have noticed a big cleanup that's happening on the other side of town where a lot of environmental cleanup is going on. Um, there is some legacy from when the Navy was here of environmental problems. Um, but I think there's a lot of teamwork going on in order to take care of that. And it's good to get the youth involved in, say, something like gardening. In fact, uh, not only does GVRD have summer camp and programs about environmental studies, but Vallejo Project itself and his community gardens is a great place to, if you're experienced gardening or your experience with environmental issues, or even if you're curious, environmentally curious, I want to get your feet wet. Working in a community garden is a great way to get started and a great way to get youth youth started as well. Uh, We have the Unity Garden over at 2160 Sacramento, that's uh, jointly run by Vallejo Project. It's a great place to participate, contribute, learn. Uh, We have all sorts of vegetables growing there. In fact, last fall we had some corn growing there that was over six feet high. We've got our chicken coop. You can learn about chickens and actually pick out a fresh egg. There's a brand new greenhouse that's just been built by our carpentry team and our youth leaders who have been helping out with that garden for the past couple years have actually uh, now gotten ready to move on to their college careers it's been a great a great experience for them and a great experience for some of the youth that has been participating in it and actually Last Earth Day, Vallejo Project had a celebration that was all part of some of almost like a graduation for some of our youth leaders who had been working at the Vallejo Unity Garden for the past few years. And we're moving on to their college careers. 
So we had an Earth Day celebration. We had sort of a graduation and a thank you. And it was also a great way to bring the community together to learn more about what can be done starting a urban garden. So let's take a listen to what happened last time out there at the Vallejo Unity Garden. It was a great Sunday afternoon. And in fact, our Sunday afternoons, 11 to 3 at 2160 Sacramento is where you can actually participate. So let's take a listen to what happened on Earth Day with Vallejo Project just recently here at our Unity Garden. So we are at the Unity Garden uh, by Vallejo Project. This is a youth-led initiative that Aaron Kim and Thomas Silva um, put their heart, mind, and body into um, uh, investing time and energy into creating a space where the community could come together in unity. Uh, they came up with a logo and um, we have supported with volunteers and finances over the last two years. This space has been transformed from um, hard parking lot to a place that bears 20 eggs a day uh, for local residents here at the Renaissance Family Center and other community members as well. So um, we're here today to celebrate Aaron Kim as he's going off to UC Berkeley and we um, are going to be uh, talking to a couple of different people and we through uh, Aaron's connections in the community and through the outreach of our neighbor in our office, uh, Sustainable Solano uh, has graciously offered to support the work that's being done here. And this couldn't be happening at a better time. So I'd like to introduce Jasmine to say a little bit more about that. Hello, my name is Jasmine Ballou. We are here at the Vallejo Unity Garden. I am here as a community member first and foremost, but also as an employee for Sustainable Solano. We neighbor the Vallejo Project in our office building and we have always been big supporters. So when they brought us on to help with a garden redesign and expansion, we very excitedly accepted. We, in the next uh, couple weeks, actually are going to be installing a food forest uh, in, in the farther corner of the garden. And we're going to be sort of revamping this piece behind us, uh, keeping it for annuals, for seasonal plants, um, bringing in volunteers from our network and their network, and just making a really uh, beautiful community effort to um, get this garden even more permaculture appropriate, more sustainable, uh, more fit for growing food for the residents here in the community in this neighborhood as well. Uh, we are super excited for this collaboration. We share values of um, really wanting to nurture our youth and our community through doing so. Uh, empowering our people to eat healthy, to have access to organic, healthy foods that unfortunately aren't accessible for everyone, especially people who are lower income. Um, and just coming at this with a framework of food justice and food equity and, and being good neighbors and, and neighbors to not only our human uh, population, but our plants and animals that, that we reside here on this beautiful earth with. Hi, my name is Ion and I'm a UC Berkeley in I'm interning for Vallejo Project, and... My name is Aaron. 
I am the, uh, I'm also a volunteer. I, I've been, I guess, coordinating the garden for about two and a half years about, I think. Yeah, it was a learning experience. I learned a lot um, about gardening, about people. Um, yeah, I learned a lot of skills that I think I'll take with me, lessons that I'll take with me throughout the rest of my life. Uh, it was nice, you know, once a week just coming here and being able to get away from like everything, get my hands in the dirt. Can't garden at my house, so there's somewhere to get all my gardening energy out. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool watching things grow and being able to eat those things that we grow and talking to all sorts of people to kind of roll in and roll out. Yeah, it's been a great experience. I, I, think, I think gardening is like, I, I think it should be a people science. Like I think it's a science, but I think it should be something that's accessible to everybody. I mean, that, those are my core ideals. I think that food is a human right. And I think that, you know, one step to making that a reality is to, you know, give people the tools and the knowledge to implement that into their daily lives, you know, to at least start experimenting. So yeah, I think I think that's I think if people take that away from me at all, like if that's something that they take away from coming here, then yeah, I guess I have taught people. But yeah, definitely, lots of people teach me too. Um, yeah, I, I just learn a lot. Uh, yeah, I am a student at Berkeley. I'm an environmental economics major and uh, trying to double major in data science. I would like to know like what engages people in events like gardening or community gardening because it's very hard to gather people busy lives in the urban area um yeah just finding out like what are those values that i need to understand to get people out my name is cash and i help the chicken uh sometimes i help them come back in and sometimes if they if they can come outside i help bring them back in there we're really excited to have been able to support the uh, leadership development and uh, planning process for a local program that Aaron and Thomas felt was needed in this community. And we're always looking for more volunteers to come in and help out with the Unity Garden. Just come to vallejoproject.org and find out more or just come on down to the Unity Garden on a Sunday between 11 and 3, 2160 Sacramento Street. It's right there by the Renaissance community and right near where they just built that new uh, structure for uh, low-income housing. Pretty amazing. I do believe that uh, Factory OS was involved with that and uh, you too can be involved there in the community garden. As you heard, our youth leaders were graduating and moving on. So we need new volunteers. And as you also heard, there's a lot of opportunity there to do some really in-depth studies too, not just getting your hands dirty, but learning about how the community and busy people can still grow their own food, participate in community, and learn a little bit something about togetherness and helping each other. And that's a theme that we have at Vallejo Project. It's called servant leadership. It's leading by example and leading while serving the community. And oddly enough, that's been a theme, especially out here in the Bay Area since 
oh, the 60s perhaps? And a lot of music, as we know from that era, really evoked that feeling of, hey, why can't we do something good? Why can't we all get together and do something positive? And even some songs that we've, some of us have heard over and over again from our youth or maybe some of the youth out there have just heard for the first time and bent an ear to and said, hey, that's kind of interesting. The theme has always been, you know, feed the babies that don't have enough to eat, shoe the children that have no shoes on their feet, house the people living in the street. There's a solution. Is there? And are you participating? on slipping into the future. Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle from the 70s, 914 here on 89.5 FM KZCT, OzCat Radio, and this is Vallejo Project. And there's a lot of other ways that you can participate in the community, things that Vallejo Project supports. 
such as Vallejo Juneteenth, coming right up on Saturday, June 17th. It's uh, it'll actually be a parade. Look at that. Parade from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Broadway and Tennessee Street. And a festival from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Barbara Condales Waterfront Green, 301 Mare Island Way, Vallejo. A really great celebration that happens every year. 33rd annual, as a matter of fact. And a lot of great support from a lot of local businesses, a lot of local community organizations. And if you want to find out more about how to participate in Vallejo Juneteenth celebration, you can go to VallejoJuneteenth.com. That's Vallejo June, T-E-E-N-T-H, dot com to find out all you need to know about the Vallejo Juneteenth celebration. And it's really great because it's down by the waterfront and it's really on a beautiful day out there. It's quite something to be right there and be able to observe our great heritage that we have here in Vallejo as a historical site. We all know about... uh, the days when the Navy was here, and also how downtown Vallejo, especially downtown in Georgia Street, was rough and tumble. If you ever go by the Maritime Museum uh, there in Marin, uh, they've got some great displays there that show the history of Vallejo during that era, and also eras prior to that. But of course, some of the mythology of Vallejo is all about how uh, wild and woolly things were in downtown Vallejo on Georgia Street back in the day. And back when it was just chock full of neon signs, bars, and other establishments of entertainment. And entertaining the sailors and workers from over there at Mare Island. And so to kind of reach out with a little nautical theme, let's hear a little tale about a young lady who works at one of those drinking establishments and how she pines away for her sailor, whose real lady is the sea.
Brandy, you're a fine girl. And if you want to find out more about the great history here in Vallejo, there's the Vallejo Naval and Historical Museum, 734 Marin Street, Vallejo, California, at vallejomuseum.net. They just had their garden tour, as a matter of fact, this weekend, where the Vallejo Garden Tour showcased nine of Vallejo's most beautiful gardens to benefit the museum. It was really a, an amazing event, but be sure to check out VallejoMuseum.net for more of their fundraising activities. And that's a really great one because you get to see gardens, private gardens, that you wouldn't normally get a chance to see because they're <laughs> private, they're behind gates, they're maybe somebody's private home, but you get a chance to see what's happening with floral gardens as well as nutritional gardens right here in Vallejo and hopefully not only does it raise money for the museum but also encourages people to try their hand at gardening not only raising uh, beautiful flowers because we have great great weather here in Vallejo but also food to sustain themselves and uh, I was just looking at my phone a big shout out to downtown Julian Phillips who was our guest here on last Vallejo Project, talking about music, talking about activism, and talking about some of his projects. So right on, Julian. Glad you're listening in this morning. And you know, the nautical heritage is not just here in Vallejo, obviously, but the whole San Francisco Bay Area, the Barbary Coast, and Vallejo and Oakland, as port cities. I think sometimes we forget that we're actually a port city here. Uh, Vallejo being, of course, home of what once was the large Navy shipyard and all its wonderful history around that, but also Oakland, active port right now, of course, and San Francisco, well-known in the annals of history. 
for being the Barbary Coast, wild and wooly, but also somewhat mysterious too. Sometimes pulling into the port of San Francisco could be a mystery boat with a tale to tell, encouraging those to climb aboard and go off for adventure. So the challenge for you is, are you ready to perhaps go off for some adventure?
ride, Captain Ride, on your mystery ship. Okay. Another great one from back in the day. Blues Image. Ride, Captain Ride. A little bit of that adventure feeling. Being here in the maritime area of the San Francisco Bay Area. And Vallejo itself, well known for its maritime activities. And also... Other waterborne activities too, you know. There was a, there was the great uh, yacht race that happened recently here. I mean, amazing. I mean, you know, uh, actual sailboat racing right up from the bay, where they dock right here at the uh, Vallejo Yacht Club. Big, uh, very big festivities on that. So, and people don't think of yachts in Vallejo, but we do have that. Activity and festival and competition happening here every year where you can go down and celebrate sailing culture. And in fact, the uh, marina down here is very interesting. If you ever have a chance to go down and visit, if you're not a yachtsman or woman yourself, if uh, you don't have a boat docked down, they should go down there and check it out and uh, say hi to the... the uh, Yacht master there. I popped my head in there one time. And fascinating place. You can actually rent that hall there for activities and parties. Great place to have a gathering, whether wedding or birthday party. And uh, it's terrific. I mean, even when you go down that area going towards where you take the bridge over the Mara Island, there's the famous sardine can. And that whole area there is, uh, you know, public walking. Go down there and walk along the docks and enjoy the scene. And, you know, if you didn't, <laughs> if you could for a moment forget you're in Vallejo, walking down by the dockside. So we definitely encourage you to experience more of Vallejo than perhaps you've had a chance to. If you're busy working, busy running a business, busy working with the community, be sure to take time for yourself take some time to enjoy the fresh air, enjoy walking by the water, even just down by the ferry building. That's a, that's a public walkway. You can go down there and enjoy the breeze, enjoy the sunset at night, because part of wellness is caring for yourself. Part of wellness is taking some time to enjoy the environment that you're in and enjoy the fact that every day above ground is a good day. especially if you're someone who's been helping out here in the community. It's okay to take a minute for yourself, but then we jump right back into community-minded service, especially here at Vallejo Project. This is Vallejo Project Radio here at 89.5 FM, OzCat Radio, vallejoproject.org where we talk about what Vallejo Project is doing in and around the community, as well as events and fun things to do here in Vallejo, as well as other community-minded organizations and ways that you can participate here in your community of Vallejo, California. Because one thing we always ask here at Vallejo Project is uh, let you know that I can help. 
Willie Swan, 1974, I can help. And that's what we try to do here at Vallejo Project, try to help. And a lot of the programs that we have with Vallejo Project are youth-orientated. We have uh, our training programs in a peer-to-peer mentoring situation where the youth actually has mentors that we supply, whether it's in the arts or whether it's in a trade. In fact, we have our carpentry program where youth that's interested in a career in carpentry can uh, interface with our carpentry mentors who are working in the carpentry industry. And we have a program where they can come out to the Vallejo Unity Garden out there at 2160 Sacramento. Uh, Come on out on a Sunday, 11 to 3, because not only are we gardening there, but also there's uh, construction going on. They're building garden beds, uh, constantly upgrading the greenhouse that's there. Some artwork going on as well. You may come out and see the murals that's being, that are being painted out there. But uh, for those youth that are interested in a carpentry pathway, uh, come on out to Vallejo Project to the Unity Garden on Sundays, 11 to 3, and meet our carpentry mentors. And they can tell you all about how to get into our carpentry program. It's really great. Uh, once you get into the program, you learn basics of working on a job site and, uh, you know, very, very basic stuff, which uh, some people just need to know. How to use a measuring tape, how to use a hammer, saw, safety around power tools, uh, showing up on time, being dressed properly for the job. These are important things that you need to know uh, before you get on a job site. And then from there, Vallejo Project provides a certificate where the apprentice can then move on to actually apprenticing for the Carpenters Union. We have an agreement with the Carpenters Union where uh, young people who have gone through our preliminary training program then get passed on to the Carpenters Union where they can then participate. And I believe it's a six-week program, paid program. Uh, One of the locations is down in Pleasanton. And that's where you actually learn the more complex skills that you'll need uh, to be put on the job. And when you complete that program and you graduate, there's also a job placement program. So for those, uh, if you know someone anywhere, uh, I think it's between 16, 18, and 20, I think it can go all the way up to 28, that's interested in a career in construction, uh, turn them on to vallejoproject.org and we can help them on that pathway. Because there's a lot of a lot of opportunity there uh, to either work for an independent contractor, work for one of the large uh, construction corporations going on, or even getting your own contractor's license eventually and uh, putting up your own shingles as it was, get your own pickup truck and go out there and be a contractor. My father, in fact, was a building contractor back in New York, and when I grew up, I was taken out on the job site. At 11 years old, I was up on the roof banging roof nails, which probably doesn't sound like a good idea these days, but uh, it was back in the day and uh, learned everything from roofing to uh, drywall, trim, and a lot of sweeping. I did a lot of sweeping up as a kid and uh, recycling back then. Uh, 
of taking the scraps of wood and recycling them, using up every scrap of wood we had for various purposes and eventually uh, using them for firewood. But that was my heritage uh, in carpentry. And uh, my father also did uh, renovations, remodeling, as well as built a couple of subdivisions. In fact, the house that I grew up in, my father actually built in a very small subdivision of 13 houses, of which my house was number 13, 13 Cypress Street. Uh, it turned out to be a lucky number for me. On Vallejo Project, we also have communication pathways, of course, cultural arts, uh, communication, such as podcasting, and creating not only audio podcasts, but video podcasting, storytelling, which is very important, and getting more immersive in storytelling just beyond the couple seconds of TikToking uh, might be fun and uh, showing a new dance move. But communication is really a great way to give information to the community, tell your story of your heritage, of your background, of where you're going, such as when we heard the segment about Tony's Cakes. That was a great, great mini uh, interview and uh, documentary, if you will, about a local entrepreneur and telling his story. You can learn how to actually put together a audio track like Tony's story with some background sounds, with an interview, with some music, and learn to tell important stories about the community, about your heritage, and about what people can do to help out. So storytelling and podcasting is something that we also do here at Vallejo Project. In fact, if you want to participate in this very broadcast, reach out to vallejoproject.org and we definitely want to encourage youth and not so youth folks out there in Vallejo to participate in Vallejo Project right here on 89.5 FM, OzCat Radio. You can participate by being a guest here you can participate by helping to produce a segment that we can play here on air. Or if you're a local musician, local DJ, or local producer, please reach out because we love to showcase local music and local musicians. We did that on our last show where we uh, featured a lot of the local bands here, Blue Cinema, Common Union 59, Airlift Underground, David L., where we... Uh, showcased some of our local downtown musicians. And of course, being the Bay Area, we all well know of our amazing heritage here of music that came out of the Bay Area from the 60s, 70s, and beyond. And especially her, right here in Vallejo, UB40, of course. So not only uh, does Vallejo have a lot of uh, new music here, and a lot of great musicians that grace us with their craft, either down at Townhouse, if you're of age and you like music, you can go down to uh, Townhouse and karaoke as well, ho ho, if you fancy yourself to be a singer, you can get on down there and try your luck, so to speak, at doing some singing. But some of the more famous folks that we well know and love 
are from San Francisco, in fact. Another great historical neighborhood, The Mission. You maybe remember this gentleman and his band. Because as we move through life, sometimes you've got to change your evil ways.
Santana sat out on that one set there and her. Another cut from local area music. Vallejo Project. Can you help? Can we help? Can we help you? Here on Vallejo Project Radio. And if you want to find out more about how you can participate in either this show or on the Vallejo Project podcasts on the interwebs, go to vallejoproject.org and you too can be on the airwaves here right on Vallejo Project Radio. It's a great way to reach out to the community. It's a great way to get some experience under your belt with broadcasting out to the community and a great way to get the message out, so to speak, about what can be done here in the greater community of Vallejo at large. And uh, another great artist that came out of Vallejo is one that, a name that we all know, E-40, talking about Yay Area. We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but we beat to rap what key beat to lock. We beat we beat to rap what key beat to lock, but we beat to rap what key beat to lock. We beat we beat to rap what key beat to lock, but we beat to rap what key beat to lock. I got my second win, pimp. We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but we beat to rap what key beat to lock. I got my second win, sick with a BMA. Talk to a PM. Warner Brothers. With a PM. We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but we beat to rap what key beat to lock. With a PM. Heavyweight. A not an amateur. Loot it up, I push pies like Murray Callen. What you gonna do? Loot it up if I must. Take over shop, get out the car and walk. Sneak up on partner and do a dome. That's right. Then I blend into the crowd. Hang with a bunch of hot heads, super hype and wild. Tell your best to stop asking about a player. Inquiring about a player. Okay, so right now, later, I'm busy getting my paper and riding around in my scraper, interacting, networking, and campaigning like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like McCormick's, I'm seasoned, I run my region. Y'all think I'm starving? Hell no. I'm eating. We eat. They barking like Dino Lion and cheating. Keep jacking my leg and one of these rappers gonna end up leaking. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is bad. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. We beat to rap what key beat to lock. Got a corner or two and been the block. The West ain't been the same without Pac, so I guess it's up to E40 and Rick Rock. Stunt, uh, 
You hear 40 news, he on there clapping. You hear 40 news, he on there clapping. He all my woman talk about me. Where you born at? Born and raised in the yacht. Got some folks in lump pocket skeleton back. When I was released, I had to measure finger on my head. So having more paper than a paper shredder. Tycoon till I find. I don't sound like none of y'all. You getting independent scratch? Just remember that they taught you that. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Who you loyal to? Loyal to my soil. Never leave the power without my blessing oil. Cause I surround myself with felons. What they do? Pop in the tubes and bust melons. Hustlers. On the lookout for the racket busters. On the lookout for the full racket busters. Mean them people, them folks, them undercover. Never tell a batch what you're up to. What she might do. Cause one day she might tell on you. And what else? And you'll be sitting in the cage. Why she what? Why she keep on your friends? Spinning all your yapers. What else? Right round in your scraper. What she's giving? Giving brains. All the hood homies running choo choo trains. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. What key beat to lock, but we beat to rap. What key beat to lock, we beat to rap. What key beat to lock, but we beat to rap. What key beat to lock, we beat to rap. What key beat to lock, but we beat to rap. What key beat to lock, we beat to rap. E40, right here on Vallejo Project on 89.5 FM, KZCT, Ozcat Radio. A lot of great music coming out of uh, Vallejo and Environs. So that's about all the time that I've got today. DJ Hugh Man here on Vallejo Project. We've talked about wellness. We talked about health. We talked about community-minded spirit. We talked about participation in the community. We talked about our Vallejo Project community garden, some of the projects that we are involved in. We encourage you to be around for the Vallejo Juneteenth celebration on Saturday, June 17th. Also, we encourage you to reach out and look on the interwebs to participate in the July 4th big celebration parade here in Vallejo. And uh, check out Tony's Cakes here in Vallejo. Great local entrepreneur. And our uh, fabulous carpentry program for youth and beyond. And you can find out more at vallejoproject.o. RG. This is DJ Human saying, I will not be with you next week. I'll be out and about uh, doing some traveling, but I'll see you back in June. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, and uh, always remember think about what you can do to help. Ozcat Radio. Vallejo Project. This is DJ Human saying good talking to you and see you soon. This is Ozcat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT Vallejo.